Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everybody, welcome to How To Tuesday this week. I love the trolling motor. It is really great they've become quieter and quieter and we're using them now inshore and offshore catching bait catching fish exploring it's just become a a real valuable tool in the pursuit of being able to use the trolling motor all day on high without killing the batteries gone through a whole bunch of different iterations of batteries and chargers and everything. And this year really gotten down to what I think is going to be the deal. We have a power pole charger that charges on the go while we're running. It's topping off the start battery and the house battery. And then any excess charge that the motor is creating is going into the trolling motor batteries. It is slick as it can be. But in addition to that, I've also gone over to the Lithium Pro batteries, which is a lithium technology, a different technology. And if you're familiar with batteries, you know that there are lead-acid batteries. There's something called an AGM battery, and now there is the lithium. Each one of these batteries has uh, benefits. Each one of them has some drawbacks, maybe. Each one of them has you know, different things that you can compare and contrast the performance or or whatever. One might last a little longer. One might be way lighter. One might be more expensive. One might charge faster. All these different things. Those are the factors that you're using when you decide uh, which battery you are going to choose. We went with the lithium batteries this year because they are incredibly lightweight. They can be mounted in all different types of places. Um they charge fast and they also operate basically at max until they're dead. So we're getting incredible performance out of these and then we're able to charge on the go. I had my friend Joe Cubberly 
come in and we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Joe knows more about batteries than anyone that I've ever met in my life. And so I had a lot of questions because there you're instructed to charge each of these batteries differently. And as I'm moving into the new lithium batteries, I don't really know how to take care of them. So I wanted to make sure that I'm doing things correctly. And um, one of the things is basic charging, how to charge these batteries. And especially if the boat is going to be sitting for any amount of time, am I supposed to uh, float charge it, which means you plug in the, the charger and leave it? Or are you supposed to not float charge it? I don't know, because on lead-acid batteries, you're supposed to do one thing. On AGM batteries, you're supposed to do another. On lithium batteries, you're supposed to do another. So this How-To Tuesday is a conversation with Joe about charging lithium batteries. I hope it's very helpful to you. If you're considering lithium batteries, um, check out Lithium Pros. They um, are doing a fantastic job for me. I'll tell you how much they care about their product. They Joe drove 14 hours when I told them that I was having a little issue with my boat, which turned out to be a loose cable that I couldn't find. Joe drove 14 hours to diagnose that problem so that we would have no problems. So if you're looking for a company that has customer service, man, that one, that's a good one. Um, so thank you, Joe, for driving that far and diagnosing the problem and uh, also for being on the podcast, man. Appreciate it. All right. See you. So even you've got the heaviest one I got is 38 pounds. So, I mean, for like a small boat application, a skiff application, that is massive. I mean, you're trying to get every ounce of weight you can out of those boats and they're very sensitive to weight. And yep. if you got, if you got 210 pounds in the bow versus 30 pounds in the bow or 40 pounds in the bow, that's incredibly huge. I mean, you can see massive uh, performance differences when you get low on fuel. Oh right? yeah. The performance difference there. When you get back home, you'll see a huge difference in how long your charger has to work. People don't realize every time you plug that in, that's it's aging it. So if I plug in and it takes me 16 hours to charge up three batteries and it takes me four hours, maybe five to charge up one, which way would you want to go? Well, I don't know because you say it's aging it. Is that considered well, a cycle? No, the the charging, the, your charger on your boat, you know, you plug right. it in a lot. No, yeah, get, they don't, it just uses up your electronics. So when it is actually charging, it is, that's doing damage to the battery. Well, kind no. of. what it's doing is when it's charging, you're using your charger age. You know, you only have X amount of charges in that charger, mm -hmm. for example. So the less charging you have to do, the longer your charger is going to last. Okay. Now, when it's charging the battery. Yeah, you're cycling, you're using up your battery, you're recharging it, and that's what they consider a cycle. From dis uh, full charge to discharge is a cycle, mm -hmm. and that we consider it down to 20% discharge to one cycle. Most people don't ever get there. Right. Lead acid is about 50% discharge because that's all you're entitled to, so that's a cycle. And I don't think today they even tell you how many cycles you can get out of a lead acid or AGM battery. Mm -hmm. Where a lithium battery, especially ours, you can get, you know, they play in numbers with it. It's 3,000 to 5,000 cycles. So, but, but you're uncomfortable with the, with the, what actually a cycle is. Well, our competitors, you know, and I'm not pointing fingers, but the you know, competitors, you know, they can play cycle games. Well, my battery gets 10,000 cycles or more. 
at what percent of discharge? Well, you know, you discharged at 7% or 5% and you bought it back up. That's a cycle. No, that's really not what we consider a cycle. When we test our product, we cycle it down to an 80% discharge state. We want the consumer, the customer, we want to know that our product is the best out there and that we've tested it. We know what it's going to do. That's why we provide a 10-year warranty on our Lithium Pros batteries because we know we have them out there over 10 years old. So why shouldn't we? So 10 years over any number of, I mean, because who could ever count the cycles or you would have to have some software in the battery or something? A cycle counter really isn't available for the software in the battery. And I've said that now and everybody's heard me. So somebody's going to tell me, yes, there is one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't have it. So it's not in there. We're not going to take it apart and go, oh, you used it 2,998 cycles. Sorry. You know? Yeah. So we're comfortable with our product in our heart, in our core, in our testing. So we're going to go out there with it. We're going to put it in the market. We have it out there. We know it lasts. Well, so now what we're doing in this pursuit, this seemingly endless pursuit of trying to get endless trolling motor battery has led me to putting your batteries in the boat. But I don't just have one thirty-six up front. I have two. And they are in parallel, right? Correct. So that means that instead of like the old way that we would do it, where there would be three, uh, 36 and the positive would go, there would be a jumper from positive to negative and positive to negative. And then you would have the, uh, the trolling motor or whatever on one positive on the number battery number one and one negative on battery number three or. Yep. That's right. exactly that. You had it in series. You had three twelves hooked together for 36 volt. Okay. And so, that would be 36 volts because there's three twelves. Now, what I have in my boat now is your 36 volt lithium. Correct. In parallel. Yep. Which is not the same as the way I just described. Right. So I, then to another 36 volt. So in theory, how should that compare to what, I described before the three three twelves. The three twelve. Each one of our lithium batteries, uh, like you have, would be the forty amp hour is going to be comparative to like one and three quarters of lead acid batteries. So you have one, two. You have like three and a half lead acid batteries in two batteries. You have a total weight of sixty two pounds. Those two batteries are going to outrun your three, and they're going to charge quicker. That's where your comparison is. It's all about what can I do to help. Tom and, and 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 get his boat better. Well, we're going to make it lighter. We're going to make it more efficient. We're going to make it charge quicker, and it's going to run longer. Right. That's well. The, I mean, the weight alone is is big, but <laughs> getting more batteries in a small space where weight is a concern is a reason enough for me and for a lot of people. For too. a lot of people, that's a big difference where you can put it. You know what? If I can put two batteries in and you use it hard and you're out on the, on the bay and you're in that. So you need that. The two batteries is work is what you need in lithium. A guy could get away with one, but he wouldn't be able to do what you do. Right. And then he's going to have more space than even you have. And that space offers him more whatever he needs to put in that boat to make him do his job. Okay. So to to go a step further, which I'm really, really excited about the batteries because I think that that is going to be a big change. But I still think with two batteries, I'm going to be able to kill it. 
Like if we have a hard morning catching bait and then we're going to go and we're going to like a lot of times we may we may uh, explore. And so you're basically on high going down these mangrove shorelines looking and you may not even be making a cast, but you're looking, you're looking for a drop off or you're looking for something. And some of these shorelines you've never been to before. And so there's going to be a lot of dead, dead area where, I mean, the fish are only going to be in about 5% of the whole area. So you might go for 15 minutes and nothing. And then here's what you're looking for, but it's on high the whole time. And so if you've burned up a bunch of trolling motor battery, catching the bait, and then you're burning down these shorelines, I think I could still kill it. But we also have one of the first power pole chargers, which I'm super excited about that, but I don't understand exactly how the thing works. I understand the concept, but explain to me what it's supposed to how it's supposed to work. Well, it's supposed to chart. And I'm not a power pole guy. I love their stuff. I have lots of friends that have it. I know the people at power pole. What it does is it transfers voltage from 12 volt to 36 volt. It charges when your boat's running. If you have a lithium battery in there for your starting, our M3180S, and you have our 36 volts in the back for your trolling like Tom does, you're technically it's going to be near impossible to kill with that pole system because it's moving the voltage around. It's smart. And I could be off on some of my items I'm telling you, but it's going to keep that thing going. Okay. But the idea of the power pole charger, as it was described to me, and as I've read the book on it, as you run, Mm -hmm. it's going to take voltage from the engine, go to the start battery as normal. Like that's what would normally happen. Right. Yes. But then on a, before this charger, that battery, it would just go into that battery, and when it's full, it's full, and and it would just loop loop back it through just, the engine correct. and just keep going. So the start battery is going to stay charged, but it's not doing anything for your trolling motor batteries. Correct. So this one is supposed to route the charge to the crank battery first so that you can always get home. Right. Then it's going to route to the – if I, like in my boat, it's got a house battery, so any – overflow is going to go to the house battery. And then when that's full, it's going to start going to the trolling motor batteries. It's that on the fly system. It'll charge up your, all your batteries in your boat one at a time. So you're always, like you said, you're always getting home. Your house is always charged up and then it goes back and it tops off the 36 volt. It puts X amount of voltage in over what your 12 volt needs. So say you're out running your big motor. Now you went out, you've used up your trolling motor batteries. You know, you've used them up and you start your big motor and you head back. You're going to make a nice run out here. So you run 15 miles. Uh, let's not even go that. Let's say five miles. And then you're like, well, we'll drop it down. Well, look at the power I have. That's what that does. Lithium offers you that ability because it's going to charge so much quicker where the lead battery would be like <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so if we, let's say we we burn up a lot of, and this is a very common thing. We leave the dock, full charge. We'll catch bait right around here. But we may, sometimes, sometimes it's tough, man. And you don't catch bait until 10 o'clock. So that means from seven till 10, you've been going on high for three hours. All right. And you finally catch the bait. And now it's time to go to where the fish are, which might be an hour and a half away or an hour away. So it's very common for us to burn up a tremendous amount of charge, run an hour. So in that hour, what do you think 
you've probably recharged those lithium batteries because we're going to say your 12 volt battery's not down that far at all because it's not been really mm-hmm, hardly right. used. So it took a few minutes to charge up. You're probably going to charge up a, a lithium battery. You're going to get in an hour and a half and real good charging. You're going to probably put 20% back in that battery. Wow. And that's, that. I mean, exaggerate on one and not be enough too much on one and not enough on another. So, but you're going to put that in there and you have experience with it. You know that, what I'm saying is almost right because you've run them pretty far down mm-hmm. and then went out there and went, wow, my lead, my lead batteries would have been dead by now and I'm still fishing. Yeah. And the people don't realize that until they experience that. And that's what you can ever do. You can't ever tell somebody this is what's going to happen, but you really need to experience. You need to talk to the guy this has happened to where he's, well, I was only been out here for four or five hours and typically I'm dead. Well, you realize you've been out here for, um, nine hours no way right yeah that's the difference yeah and i mean like we use a trolling motor in a different way than most people and we um i would say that we're on the very far extreme the boats are bigger yep there's more wind there's more current we're doing a couple of different things we're not just fishing we're catching this bait and then we're fishing or we're using the anchor mode in current and so the thing is just running and running and running right by a bridge. And sometimes it's like a river, right? So yeah. the basically the thing is on high in anchor mode. Some people are going to do that. But for the most part, I think that like the, the problem that like the general consumer is going to face is like, okay, I want to, my boat's going to sit all week. And I'm going to go fishing this weekend and I want it to perform perfectly or it's going to sit for three weeks and I at my beach house. And when I get there, I want this thing to run perfectly. And it's, man, you get the family down there. You, everybody's ready to go, whether you're fishing or you're going water skiing or whatever. And you get down there and it's like, battery's dead. That sucks. Yeah. And now the kids are like, now what are we going to do? You know, there's nothing to do. And, so I think that that is a more common thing than this extreme trolling motor usage that, that we're having, but like the, this should help with that too. Well, this, that's going to make a difference. This is where lithium is a very helpful in its performance. It holds its charge much, 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 much longer than lead acid. And when you got your lead battery in the gentleman's boat or whoever they are, they'd let it sit for two weeks. Lithium doesn't need to be float charged. It'll have its charge when you come back in six months. That has always scared me. Like if you're going to leave a boat at your beach house and you've got some rinky dink charger with, with alligator clips or whatever, and you leave that thing plugged in for weeks or months. Yep. I mean, I've always thought that's a, that seems like a good well, way to start a fire. That is a good way because you have heat. The charger builds up. You get a, a, a power strike, for example. Where's it go? It's going out that outlet, hit that charger, and your charger sits on your boat. Everything on there, you lose it. Where the lithium, you just get back home. You just leave it sit there. You're good to go. You come back, it'll be fully charged. Or a lot of people, what they do is they come back, pull it in the shed. They come back to the beach house in six months, plug it in the night before. The next day, they're ready to go. So if you fully charge your batteries before you leave, they'll be fully charged when you come back in six months. As long as something's not drawing. Yeah. You want to make sure all your kill switches are off. And do not, you say, don't 
put it on a float charge. Do not float charge the lithium. The, there's no, it doesn't like that high voltage. It doesn't need to be kept that way. It holds its voltage for you. People are like, well, I used to this. And that's a difference. Lead acid is dropping voltage 30%. Or, uh, just five, sitting there. Just sitting there. Where the lead, or the uh, lithium battery is just going to stay at that voltage. If you took your lithium battery, you put your voltmeter on it, you come back in six months, you put your voltmeter on it, you go, Did, didn't do a thing. It's going to do so minimal that your voltmeter is probably not going to change hmm. if your switches are off and there's no draw on it. So that, you know, it's, it's forget it when you go because you don't have to worry about plugging it in. You don't want to plug it in. And when you come back, know it's going to be ready to go for your, for your next adventure. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I just see all this evolution of these batteries and things like that. Like I think about sometimes I talk to my kids, I'm like, yeah, man, when, you know, we used to have these phones on the wall and they had this cord and, you know, it was like you'd go to somebody's fancy house and they would have like a 20 foot cord and you could walk all the way into the breakfast room and talk on the phone. And, and then it's like, they, they, they're just like, what? Like, that's so weird. And you're like, yeah. And then when I first got my iPhone, I had to charge that thing like every two hours. I thought I was a cat's butt when we got a cordless phone for the house right, and I could go to the phone. basement. Yeah, I know. And then you could pick it up on a radio station. Yep. Like it was, yeah. on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dial it in. But you tell people like these, these, these things that used to be a major issue, like, you couldn't walk around the house and talk on the phone. There weren't cell phones. Then when we got, when we actually had cell phones, the batteries were so crappy that you were charging them all the time. And so I, I've always, I, I've, have you ever seen that movie that um, hot tub time machine? No, I did not. Okay. See it. So it's this funny movie and, and these guys, they all want to have this, this reunion at this ski resort that they used to go in high school. And so now they're like 40 and, <laughs> And it turns out that if they got in this weird hot tub, it was like a time machine. And they, so they, they go there and they're having this party. And then all of a sudden they wake up and they're going to go skiing and they go over to the ski resort and they're, they're walking in and they're still 40, but they're, they got in this time machine. And so they go back and they're looking around and like people are wearing like eighties clothes and stuff like that. And they're all kind of looking at each other, like something's kind of weird here. And then, uh, all of a sudden, some one of them, it's starting to make sense. Like, we're in the 80s. I think we're in the 80s. Like, all the haircuts and oh all the clothes and everything. <laughs> and then somebody sees a guy uh, with a Walkman on his belt, and he puts a cassette tape in and closes it. And, and, he, and he was like, oh, man, we're, we're in the 80s. Do you see that? But there were all these telltale signs of, like, things that you used to do in the 80s and and that that just marked it. And when I think about like all the things we're talking about, like the fact that that we're worried about uh, trolling motor juice and the fact that batteries used to weigh 210 pounds and the fact that that you had to charge these things when you when you left for a month, like it seems like we're working our way to where it's it's just like, oh, you want to use the trolling motor all day? No problem. And we're gonna be telling our kids, like, or my kids would be like, I remember we'd get to the, we'd get to the lake house and the battery would be dead. Dad'd be so mad. <laughs> yeah, so would Bob because the kids were still here. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, don't you think that like we're moving in that direction and 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 things are getting better and better in we're, this way? We're or? getting better and better. And what it is, guys like you that, that help out 
us as the manufacturer and builders of this because we want to push the limits. We want to know exactly what the guy at, at the max, you do it, you set it. You're an extreme. You're who we want because we want our product to go to the extreme. So when we say this will work for you, sir or ma'am, and I have experience back here with this gentleman or this company or this guy, it's going to be there. I want you to go all day. I want to tell somebody that, look, my stuff works. Lithium pros is the one you need. Here you yeah. go. Here's the experience. Here's the data for it. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool, but it's, it's, it's certainly moving in that direction because we're getting more life. Now, one of the differences that I've noticed already is that with the lead acid or the AGM, like you would feel like batteries super strong or the trolling motor super strong. And then it'd be like, man, I'm on high and this is, I'm at what should be about 30%. You know? Well, that's where, that's where lithium comes in and helps you out. With your lead battery, you're only entitled to use 50% of whatever the rated capacity is. It's a scientific fact and you can look it up online, Google it, it'll show up. Lithium batteries and we use a different technology than what's in your cordless drill, but I like to relate to people. It's, it's easy to understand. When you're pulling a lithium cordless drill, everybody's used them, most everybody. You hold, you're using it. It goes 100%. You don't know that's getting down. All of a sudden, it's not working. And you push that little button, and it's red. And, well, two minutes ago, it was green. Lithium batteries use 100% of their available energy 100% of the time. Hmm. So when a lead-acid battery has failed at its 50%, if I tell you that battery has 110 amp hours, you have capability to use that 110 amp hours. Wow. And that is where it, it it's like it keeps going and going and going. And then it's just going to go into a safe mode, we'll call it. If you discharge our battery down to X voltage, it's going to turn off to protect the battery and the equipment. Because what happens when you're using a dead battery, it's extremely hard on the electronics and the equipment. So we don't want to hurt anything in your boat, your trolling motor, chargers, nothing. So that battery will turn off. And it's real simple. When you get back or you want to restart it, you can either turn off your switch and turn it on or just disconnect the terminal for 15 seconds and put it on. That resets the battery. So it's able to be charged up immediately. Or and you like you were saying in the beginning that that's how you get a fire. Like when you get a battery all the way down and then you cram a bunch of charge into it. So there's some sort of a chip or something in the battery. Well, it's that's a battery management. Now the lithium batteries like we have, they they'll take the amperage. You're not going to hurt it by throwing a heavy, heavy load on an our lithium pros battery where you may hurt something else in that technology world. But our battery management inside balances your cells. You got to have battery management. It keeps all your cells equal. It makes sure everything charges fine. It makes sure it discharges fine. So when you get home, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Just plug it in, charge it, unplug it. You're done until you want to use it again. Wow. Well, that's cool, man. I, I'm really excited about this, uh, this technology and it's working great because, um, it's, it feels like it's full the whole time we're out there. So, but that kind of concerns me a little bit, but the power pole, um, charger has an app that sea monster app. Yep. So I'm able to, I should be able to go on that sea monster app, like a fuel gauge and see where my batteries are. Yeah. I was, when I was out looking at your boat, um, in the rain, <laughs> having a good time getting wet i actually pulled up your sea monster app and i have i i took and looked at to see where your batteries that's were. real time right that, like that is right now that's happening as i was standing there with your charger plugged in 
I could see exactly percentages and voltages right there. That's huge technology want and use technology in education and use technology for the end user, the consumer, because that's something they need to pay attention to and look at. Hmm. You can always go and say, what's the problem? Well, wow, look, this is 98% and this one's 98. Well, I got no problems. I'm good to go. Pull the plug on that thing. Right. Well, that's, that's a big deal because you being able to, you know, look at the batteries as, as you would a fuel gauge is huge for us it, because I mean, you could, I would always have it like on my screen on the GPS. I always keep voltage there just to kind of like, if I start seeing that's going really down, it's like, man, we got to start up. Like if we're running too many pumps or, or something, then I want to make sure that you, know, you get home. <laughs> yeah. You got to get home. So I always have that. And if I ever see it go down below like 12.7 or whatever, I'm like, something's not right. Yep. Like, and so I keep that on the screen, but I wasn't able to do it with my trolling motor batteries. You just, just wouldn't have any idea. You got, have kind of an idea, but now, you know, I think that at some point be like, okay, 30% means I can run this thing for an hour or two hours or five hours. Or I don't know what it's going to mean, or that, but that that's or what I got to figure that, out. That or you just start running, you start your motor and you make a little move and, and watch how, and that's a great way to learn how quickly it's going to charge a battery. Your battery's at 30%. Okay, well, let's let's go move, let's start the boat up and let's go make a little run and just watch how quickly them lithium hmm. batteries yeah. will go from 30%, 35, 40. Wow, look at that. And then you shut it off and it sits there at 42.2%. That's fast. Yeah. But you don't realize that, well, hey, you know what? I got an extra four hours now. Maybe I can catch that big fish it takes or go out here and do this a little longer where the other guys, well, I got to head back because my lead batteries are down. You know what? I caught the big fish, maybe won a tournament because I had two extra hours on the water or two extra minutes. Well, there's no question that that's, that's how it works. I mean, and that's, that's what we're all looking for is like, you know, most days you don't use it. Honestly. Yeah. You know, I don't kill the battery every single day. Most guys don't. You but, get you get some extremes, but, but most guys it's don't. It's the days that you do. Either the fishing is fantastic and you want to take advantage of that, or it's really, really tough. It's the middle days where it's, you know, it's pretty good. You don't that's when those are the days that you're not you're not killing it. It's the days that are are, you know, one for the books where you want to do it one more time, you know, or it's, you know, it's five o'clock and your guy hadn't caught anything and you are like, I got to go on high into the wind and we're going to see if we can make it happen. My arm won't fall off with one more throw. Right. I know. know. Well, that's cool, man. Well, I appreciate you telling me all about the the batteries because it really makes sense. And it makes a lot of sense of why you would pay more for a lithium because like you're not going to get, you're getting 10 years out of this battery. All right. That's everything you need to know about charging lithium batteries. Uh, lithium batteries, man, so much lighter. Go from 210 pounds to what, 28 or 38? I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's a massive difference in weight uh, and also size. I really seriously couldn't believe picking up a 36-volt uh, battery and uh, – and realizing that that was the same as holding three batteries in my hand. Anyway, check them out, Lithium Pros. And uh, if you have lithium batteries, there's some good tips for you on how to keep those batteries charged and maintained. All right, till next year. See you.